0: The timeout.
1: Decide not to use it. Curry. Way down to back. Back. Oh, what a shot from Curry. He's in. Patriots
0: win the Super Bowl. Brady has his fifth. 13. 13. <laughs> Can you believe it? Hey guys, welcome to the Locker <laughs> Room Podcast. It's Sharpie, the mystery man. uh Joined by Oli this week. The man who can't press record and just spent yeah about ten minutes. This is take two of the podcast, everyone, because Ollie doesn't hit record. This is the second time he's done this as well.
2: Hey, last time I did the full fifty minutes. Yeah. This time was only ten, so it was lucky that I picked up on it.
0: And that was a good podcast too. We missed out on as well. Yeah,
2: it was. It was. It was best one probably by far.
0: Um, yeah, and it had salmon. That's how. That's how. That's how good it was.
2: I was about to say something, but I can't say that. Um, anyway as you can see i'm probably wearing my germany kit again because i've uh i'm starting to like it not the team just the kit um anyway yeah it's actually really comfortable um surprisingly no wonder why i wonder why it's a national kit i mean um anyway nfl we might not have internet next week so NFL might be delayed for a couple of weeks. Obviously we couldn't do it this week either because Lockie's got no internet and I'm moving in with Lockie next week. So Obviously. Sharpie might be in charge next week. I will be attending, <laughs> but Sharpie might be in charge of the recording. Yeah,
0: just and the solo Sharpie podcast. Yeah. Just me yelling at the Knicks.
2: Yeah, well, it could be, might not be yelling, um, but we'll see, we've got, a, we've got a few segments this episode, but we we'll would get into it. Um, I've I'm gonna I've changed my mind. We're gonna go one winner and one loser. All right. So you want to give us your winner for the week, Sharpie?
0: Uh, I'm gonna to go to the Cavs. I don't I don't, I don't think, think it really year. needs much explanation. I think they've yeah. just they've been playing really well.
2: Mm. Um, I I know we've discussed it prior, but the tall lineup. If one of them gets injured, do you think, say Kevin Love coming in? Do you think they can sustain um, the wins that they have? Obviously it's not as bad as last year where they had three seven-footers and that's basically their identity. This year they're more versatile. Do you feel like if one of Mobley or Jarrett Allen go down that Kevin Love sliding into that starting lineup can still still be a winning team, whether it is uh, 80% of their games, whether it's 60% of their games, do you still think they can be a winning team if one of the big pieces
0: does go down? um yeah i still think that can be i th- even if you put a put isaiah mobley in there i still think they can put the that they can be are. a good team yep um Al- what if it was donovan mitchell though if
2: donovan like obviously garland's gone down already and we've seen how they've gone they've still been successful but if donovan mitchell was to go down i personally see them still being capable of winning 50 percent of their games um but, yeah, I just – where do you stand on that?
0: Um, I mean, you still got Darius Garland. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not – it's not going to – it's going to be a big loss for them, obviously. Mm. But I, I'm i not going to be that worried. Yeah. Um,
2: well, we'll move on from the Cavs because even – they're not the most interesting team. I, I feel like the Cavs – like, I watched them a lot more last year and – because they had that weird wonky lineup with three seven footers, but now they're just basically back to normal. I don't watch a great deal of their games, but maybe I will. I'm gonna to have to because I just don't like watching Donovan Mitchell, even though he's playing out of his mind. Um, that's just personal preference. Now, my my winner for the week, I I could go the Jazz again, but we I think I went the Jazz last week. I could go the Bucks because they're 7-0, but I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to do go the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, it's a bit of a surprise, because this is probably going to be the only week that we're in the win. I'm, well, in a way, we're winners, but we're losers, because we're eventually going to be tanking from Wembe but we're winning games right now. And you, I dare say you probably haven't seen any of the Thunder games, and I don't blame you. But SGA is playing, like, he's playing MVP conversation level now. I'm not saying that he's going to be an MVP. Obviously, he probably won't even finish top 20 in the MVP debate. But right now, the way he started, if he doesn't become an All-Star this year, I will cry. Um, And even Poku, he's he's finally showing glimpses of what he can be. Obviously, he still plays a bit spastic-like. But... um, I'm just surprised we've won, like, four games. I think it's four games in a row now. Two of them against the Clippers. That looked horrendous. Trey Mann's step back. Probably one of the nastiest step backs in the league. One of. Um, I'm just trying to think. Who else have we got? Isaiah Joe came on and won us a game, which pissed me off. Um, Good for him, obviously. But we need losses. And we're just winning games that we shouldn't be winning. But I have to be happy while we're winning them because otherwise it's just going to be a depressing season. Anyway, did you have any comments you'd like to say about the Thunder before we move on to your loser for the week?
0: No, well, I mean, you got to remember these players are developing and they're not going to want to have that losing mentality. Yeah. So, you know, they're obviously going to be playing real hard to get, Mm. obviously to get game time as well. So. Yeah, and that's the
2: thing. Like even Jang, he's already Mm. gone down to the blue and then he's come back. He started well, but he then he tailed off. But like I, I like I haven't seen the numbers, but I'd like to see how many different um, starters we've had, like starting lineups we've had for the last, but since the start of the season, because it feels like nearly every game there's a change, and it feels like JRE's hit nearly every three. He looks like my, my career player. From, so that's
0: why I put him in my fantasy.
2: <laughs> maybe from three years ago, um, my my career player, not last year's my career player. I don't think he would. Oh, that up. was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and even last game I called it against Orlando that they would keep Paolo to my under twenty. Now, obviously, that's not maybe a big deal for a lot of people, but I, after what I've seen from Paolo and after what you you've you've rated him pretty highly since the beginning, um. And obviously, I just preferred Chet because he's Chet. But um, yeah. Paolo's had an f- unreal start to the season. And I think to keep him to 15 points, um when we don't have like a, a natural big, yeah, we've got Jr. And I know that Paolo's not a huge, huge center or power forward. But I think just, to, just the way they defended him was really impressive. And um, obviously, he came out with a dumb but I kind of expected that um okay we'll move off okay see now that's that's my time gone um who's your loser for the week now next before I could even finish my sentence so I haven't I've kept up with some of the Knicks um before you get into that one thing I find interesting is today I didn't watch the game but I checked And Cam Reddish played like, he had like five minutes or so up to half, uh, three quarter time or something. And I was very confused. I think it was five minutes. I could be wrong. But I was very confused at why he's not getting a bunch of game time, especially after he played Unreal um, late last week.
0: Where do you stand on them? What are your thoughts on them? I mean, I'm back to what I was at the start of the season. I'm just like, not pack it up already. It's already season over um it's it's just stupid now um brunson's still playing good
2: though like relatively
0: yeah but i mean we've gone back to the it was good for the first couple of games but now we've just gone back to the randall take stupid shots show Mm. and rj barrett back to being inconsistent now which is shit because knicks fans you know they hold patience with players for a long time, but then as soon as that goes, look at Frank Nilken everyone hated him. Everyone wanted Knox to become something special, didn't, didn't pan out, and then everyone didn't like him. Yeah. And it's now the start that RJ's had this season, it's gonna to get to that point as well.
2: And that's the one player that you don't want it to get to that point because he's no. actually capable of, he showed glimpses. Yeah, Randall put up the numbers in that year that he carry. oh, he didn't carry his, but he just went to the playoffs. But I feel like you could always tell that it wasn't going to be sustainable. Um, mm. whereas RJ, he's young, he's showing promise, he's been well scouted since high school. Um, you don't want him to even think of not being a flop, but not being successful with the Knicks, not no. necessarily winning and everything, but actually playing well. Because if he starts going downhill, the Knicks New York probably isn't the best place to do it because then you got people like Stephen A. going off their fucking chops and everyone I mean, bagging out the Knicks and
0: it's it's more pressure on him because he didn't get traded in the Donovan Mitchell package. Yeah, and so obviously you know that's saying that, which is the right know, decision. I feel. Oh, by the way, I'm throwing that out there. Um, yeah, that's fair. But it's it's put more pressure on him to succeed more because. Um, you know he has to live. He has to be hyped up more because he's potentially better than Donovan Mitchell now. Yeah. It's, you know the Knicks value him more than Donovan Mitchell. I mean. Yeah.
2: And it, it's hard when you've got, you've just brought in Brunson who's a who needs the ball in his hands. He 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 can play somewhat off the ball, obviously, playing with Luca for so long. But then you've got a heliocentric player in Julius Rand- Randall. Oh my God, I stuffed up his last name. Um who always wants the ball in his hands. There's a difference between wanting and needing the ball. He what, he has both. He wants the ball and needs the ball because he can't do jack shit off the ball. Um, I'm just... I wouldn't be surprised. Like, obviously, Randall's not going to get benched or anything. But I want to see more Obi. Like, even if he's lose a couple more games, obviously, I couldn't care less if the Knicks really lose. I'd like to see him in the playoffs but if he's going to lose you may as well lose with Randall on the bench oh not on the bench but playing less minutes like mm. that's what I personally think do you probably you probably think a lot different because you're actually a Knicks supporter and watch most of the games that's just yeah. because I like the highlights and the things that Obi can do obviously he's a little inconsistent but where do you stand on that do you Similar, view. yeah, no,
0: yeah, I agree. Yeah,
2: and like Grimes, he's not getting any minute. Who's your other rookie?
0: Grimes um, is injured, he's been out this whole season, injured.
2: Oh, he's, oh well, he's played five minutes say then. Um, I oh, did he? I yeah, didn't even know that. and I who's was here and watched the game. I was who's the other on. rookie. Um,
0: oh, what, Deuce McBride oh, from last year? Sorry.
2: Yeah, sophomore, not rookie. He's like Ken Reddish, 15 minutes after absolutely tearing it up the other week.
0: I think it's because the last game. He took a bad shot. Ah, oh, okay. awful shot! And then Tibbs, um, excuse me for that. Um, Tibbs uh, benched him. Yeah. After that, so I think that's sort of uh, like a punishment. Time.
2: Mm. Um. Also, I don't know. Like, what was I going to say? Um. Now I don't know who you lost to. Like, you've obviously lost a few games in a row, but I guess. In a way, you gotta you gotta look at the positives in that because they're you lost to the Cavs, who were one of the undefeated teams. And oh not undefeated, but six and one. And you lost to the Hawks that are playing Unreal. Yeah, but and, there's no excuse today for the Hawks. We were up by twenty three at one stage. Okay, yeah. I didn't see it. Oh my yep, that third quarter really did kill you. Yep. Ow. Um Yeah, okay. Well that's fair then. But I guess, to get up that much on the Hawks is a positive out of a lot of negatives.
0: I mean, you could say we kept Trey Young quiet and there was another positive. Emmanuel quickly had 16 rebounds. Who was guarding? Oh, my fucking God. Did he really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, I think it was quickly most of the game as well. Uh, um,
2: I didn't watch, but... Obviously, they didn't defend... Dejounte Murray much, but
0: no, <laughs> uh, I didn't watch. He those. had six deals as well. Yeah, um, I'll I'll look at the uh, Knicks fan TV. He's going to be a sneaky for Depoy.
2: Who's it? Uh, DeJounte. Dejounte. He's always been elite defensively, but the way he started, I might have to put something on that. Um, there's also another player. Oh yeah, I'll get to that anyway. Um, yeah. Now I've. For my loser, like I there's one that I want to say, but I don't know if we're gonna touch on that later. Um I'm just trying to think if I've got another one if I don't want to select them. Because there's obviously the Sixers. Um I won't say the Nets because we'll touch on them. I was gonna say the Nets, but we'll touch on that later. I'm gonna go with the Warriors. Now they're they're three and five, and yes, they're defending champs and it's just a bad patch. But they lost to the Hornets, they lost to the Pistons in back to back games that pissed me off because it uh were the only legs in my multi that failed. But it's looking like even when Curry like Curry's leading the team in rebounding. And even when he goes off, I think the other night he had twenty seven, twelve, and twelve. He goes off, but like obviously there's a lot of media going around about Clay not being the same, and that's that's true. And that's fair for him not being the same. And I don't think he's ever going to get back to that um, ability. And I think it's it's ridiculous for people to think that he could ever get back to that level um, with age and injuries and everything. But I agree with what Chuck said in a way that it's now down to Wiggins. Now, obviously, Curry's going to play a role, but it's down to Wiggins, Pool, and um, Kaminga, and at some extent, Wiseman. But I don't know how much time he's actually getting to prove himself i feel like it's down to them to, to uh kind of carry them through the season and then maybe you can get curry and everyone to explode in the playoffs but i guess where do you stand on the worries because i feel like draymond's draymond's party he's a he's an overrated hype man he like i say he's overrated he is a defensive leader and he's was pivotal obviously to their championship runs but now, what he's done with Jordan Poole, I feel like he's, it's probably had a huge effect on how his teammates see him. Um, where do you stand on the whole Warriors situation? Do you expect them to bounce back from, oh, they're going to bounce back at some stage, but do you expect them to still maybe come
0: out of the West, contend? Uh, yeah, I can still, I can still see him coming out of the West. I mean, with what we've gone back to what you said about it, what Chuck said i mean th- that he's got, makes a good point because they they're the future of the team they they're, they're mm. the ones that are going to have to take the team past the curry clay era mm. so you know now's now's a good chance to be you know if you don't if you can't prove yourself now then i mean the team's just going to be looking at other people that they can bring in man potentially
2: yeah and and I feel like it was a bit, like, I can see where Clay was coming from with his comments. But I think he, with what Chuck said, Chuck did know that, like, he had Clay as one of the top two. Uh, he had him as the best two-way guard in the league. And that's a pretty big compliment prior to his injury. And no one expects him to get back to that level. Um, but I feel like the way that they went, uh, even Steph clapped back and I just thought it was a bit interesting. But um i would i would not be surprised if um the warriors fall out of top 3 top 4 might be a bit of a claim um i've just got something pop up here um so yeah i that's personally what i think whether that's true or not um we'll see yeah now we'll move on to a couple of topics. We'll start off with the game today before we get into the big topics. Do you see Matt Ryan's buzzer beating three to go to the did. overtime? Back to the play about the Lakers. What did you think? What did you think of that whole play? Because, like, that was a great pass by Reeves. But, yeah. I, like I said, I couldn't be more happy for Matt Ryan. Um,
0: Looking like a Josh Giddy pass, really. Yeah. Like- Inbound pass, yeah.
2: Not not the NFL player Matt Ryan either. He's he's trash. Um, <laughs> but no, better I, than Andy Dalton. Like it's actually interesting to like even Westbrook coming off the bench now. He looks like a different player. Like obviously he probably hates coming off the bench, but he's being efficient. He's like he I think he's led the plus minus the last two games they've played. The pressure's
0: um, off. I think that's what it is, really.
2: Yeah. And he can be himself, like, and he can lead the team. He doesn't have to defer to LeBron, and I think that's when Westbrook's at his best. Obviously, at OKC, he controlled the team. He can yeah. control the second unit, um, mm. and he might think that's degrading. But who cares if you're Darwin? I mean, Hamm, when you look at that, yeah, sorry, go on.
0: No, you go. You already. Told I was it. just
2: gonna say that if you're Darwin Ham, if he really thinks it's degrading, start Westbrook for two minutes and then bench him. And then when the bench unit comes back on, just chuck him in there.
0: If I mean, really it's not really degrading. Play. Like, Derek Rose comes off the bench for the Knicks. and he, He's an yeah. MVP.
2: Yeah. I guess Westbrook's probably of a different mindset because he's a little bit... Um, he's very... He seems oblivious at times um, to the situations. Mm. he doesn't own up a lot of the time when he's playing terrible. Um or at, least publicly, at least publicly he doesn't own up. Whether he does in the locker room, we don't know. But um I, I like, I'm surprised. I didn't think it would work. But I'm happy because like you see things come out saying that it's going to be Westbrook's last season in the NBA and it looks like it is and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't, if he can keep this up and he can show that he can run a bench unit, I personally don't think it, um, it can. Hmm. But, Another topic out of that game, Zion, huge game again, possibly. And this game was it without Brendan Ingram, which is obviously a big loss, but I think he is he's, he's going to be up there for most improved. Now, I know a lot of us have put money on him to win most improved, um, which I think is a bit, what What do you think of that whole system? An injured player winning most improved, like, he was a beast before he got injured, and then he comes back and he's still that guy. Do you think yeah. it's fair to still yeah. treat it like that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still think it's mm. because I mean it's got to show if that if he's evolved or not. Like yeah, okay. If, yeah. He, if he like sort of like sort of stating the obvious here for me, but um, if he actually has improved, yeah, or if he's if he's declined, so that's that's probably why what
2: do you think the nfl have the comeback player of the year what do you think of an award like that because i feel like it's a bit different in the nba how many like superstar players or all-star players or really good players miss a whole year and come back the next year obviously we've got clay we've got lillard missed a lot last year and zion but i feel like prior year and um, Kawhi, obviously um do you feel like an award like that would suit the NBA, or do you feel like too many mediocre players would probably win awards like that, and it would just lose its lose its um, touch?
1: Um,
0: uh, yeah, I think I think that's a good idea. Sorry, my mic sort of just dropped out yeah, for a second. Right? I'm just going to try and fix. It. I think it's gone flat. Hang on. Yeah, you sound a bit different. The technical difficulties here. Well, while
2: you're solving those technical difficulties. Uh, just a quick game. I want to touch on Mavs beat the Jazz by three points, that just shows how good the Jazz are playing right now. Uh, Doncic, obviously, another 33 point game. I think he's got the most, uh, the third most consecutive in history now with eight. Oh, that doesn't sound right. I think it was, yeah, something like that. Anyway, um, Jazz just continue to impress, though. I don't know why, I don't know how, it's beyond me. Um, the Raptors smash uh, smashed the Spurs. The Sixers lost to the Wizards. I didn't know mb wasn't going to play, um, but I think. And then there was just a couple of blowouts, and I don't really think there was too many interesting games um, earlier on in the week. Oh, sorry, Jazz beating the Grizzlies with Ja Morant. That's pretty friggin' impressive. Even though I didn't have the Grizzlies finishing that high, but um. Are you, have you corrected your difficulties? I don't think he's corrected his difficulties. I will continue by myself. Um, well, one of the big topics, I guess, is the whole, we were going to put it as a loser. I was going to put it as a loser, but I feel like it deserves its own area is just the whole net situation. Now I feel like the Celtics are playing okay. They're, I think they're three and four, or four and three. I feel like this is, one, you got the Nets just being the Nets as an organization, being losers. But then I think the Celtics are losers in the circumstances that they're letting Emma Yudoka possibly go, um, even though he's suspended and they don't want any compensation. We'll move, we'll get two-parted here, but we'll go to the Nets, are you back Sharpie, by any chance? He's not back, Um, I'm gonna, anyway, I'll continue. nets fired steve nash now steve nash is my favorite coach favorite player of all time personally not he's not the greatest but he's my favorite player of all time um and he's one of the most smartest minds of a point guard he's up there with chris paul i think he's personally better than chris paul i'll be argued fries hello all right we're back um i was just talking about how steve nash is better than chris paul um Sure, Frizi will love that one, um, but it's where I stand. I was just talking about how the Nets and Celtics are both losers, even though we're not covering it in that section. I feel like they needed their own separate thing. Um, now, you don't disagree, do you, that with the firing of Steve Nash? Because I, I don't, but I feel like it was an unfair situation in the first place. But um, before I give my full take on it, where do you stand on that whole just the whole Nets, obviously, Kyrie came out with... I haven't even seen the anti-Semitic stuff. Um, I don't really yeah, want to like get into that. Yeah, I don't want to get into it if I haven't seen it. But obviously, it's not being received too well, and understandably so. Um, yeah. But we'll just leave it to the basketball side of things. The treatment of Nash, I feel like, is unfair because... Well, so I'll let you go first, because I want to gather my thoughts on this. But see where you stand, too.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he he's taken on a... Because he didn't really get the players. He didn't get the player KD and Kyrie. He got the personalities instead, yeah. which, which was disappointing because that affected it a lot. You know, obviously, the vaccination issue with Kyrie, which is obviously his decision. Um, and then for him to not play sort of half a season because of that. Then also have Harden, get rid of Harden. And um, he
2: was playing overweight and just didn't look like yeah.
0: he cared. And then bring in Ben Simmons, who was injured. Um and then just to have KD and you know, KD's pretty you could say he's short tempered, sort of, and if something bad's happening, he doesn't want to be in that environment, which is understandable. And um and obviously with him in the trade request situation as well, that was interesting. But you know the team, you put that team together, and all, all and they have been playing. Um, you know they've not really been, had a great start this yeah. year. You could say it was a bit early, yeah, firing. But you don't want um,
2: it to go too long, I guess, without.
0: Yeah, mm. and for them to bring in Yudoka, which is, uh, hasn't been confirmed yet, but it's it's going it's to happen. Highly, yeah, highly anticipated. And the owner or the GM yesterday saying that, you know, they, when he was asked, um, is it true that they've already made a decision on who's going to be the coach? And he said no. And then all these reports coming out about Yudoka and then now saying that it's pretty close to be announced. I mean, it's yeah. pretty obvious yeah. that they knew what they were doing from the beginning. Yeah, I, I think yeah
2: like he's yeah i think you worded it perfectly with the whole personalities and um situation you didn't get the players and like they showed glimpses of what they can be i still remember that game where they returned to philly after the trade and absolutely like smashed smacked them out of the building um out of their own building um Mm. and like they showed what they can be and now all this it just feels like Kyrie is always going to be have a story that's not related to basketball going on, and whether it's the Earth is flat, whether it's the vaccine, yeah. and it's he's just always going to have a story about him. And KD, I can see why he probably wanted to get out of there, but I feel like it's a bit unfair to the organization to do that. But in saying that, now I'm I'm tossing up whether it's a win or a loss for the Nets. Obviously, it's a win you're getting in a coach like. Yudoka. but I feel like it, it could be seen as a loss that you're bringing in a coach that's been suspended for misconduct. Now I don't know how serious the misconduct is. It sounds like it's not too bad. Um, sounds like they just had a relationship, from what I've heard. I don't.
0: Yeah, I think that just went against the team rules.
2: Yeah, it was a team rule breaking. It wasn't a like a yeah anything. A criminal offence. Yeah. So,
0: um,
2: which I think is a win, but a loss because they're bringing on someone suspended. But I think if I think it will show that if you don't, you can't do anything with them, it's going to be a problem for the Nets and they're going to probably move on pretty quickly. But I give Simmons more time to adjust. And I think they will be, I think they will be right.
0: Um, uh, but the thing is, uh, Simmons has to adjust quickly. Yeah, he does. Because he hasn't played basketball for two years mm. and he's it's sort of becoming soft. Yeah, his
2: back doesn't look completely fine though. Yeah, uh, in saying that, um, also, Celtics, I think they're a loser because you're letting him go. Like, yes, um, I'm not gonna remember the coach's name. This currently, um, you, oh god. Anyway, um, yes, he started off pretty well, but Yudoka did take you to the finals. Yes, you suspended him. I think the suspension itself is probably too harsh for a whole season. Joe Mazzulla. Yeah, Joe Mazzulla, that's it. Um, and you're going to lose a coach that took you to the finals to a, a another possible contender in the East. Um, I don't think that's going to go down well with the players, let alone um, just the organisation. I, I think it's a big loss for them. Whether you agree or not, I'm not too sure. Where do you stand? do you think they're losing out or do you think that it's, it's a fair decision by the Celtics since they did break his, he
0: did break their trust? Um, yeah, I, I, I sort of feel like it's a bit unfair. Yeah. So. Like uh, it, it feels
2: like a bit of an overreaction and I like Brad's, I like Brad Stevens, but I feel like he has got it. I right.
0: mean, I mean, if it's, if it's the team rules, it's a team rules. Yeah. It, it, no one should be held differently just for who they are. If it's, if it was a rookie, second-round rookie coming in, breaking the team rules, he should be held to the same standard as what the coaches.
2: I just think it's the severity. A season is a very long time, whether it's maybe 20 games and a fine half of his salary. Yeah. That that seems more like a realistic uh, punishment than a whole season. And you're expecting him not to go out and get a job at a team like the Nets. Like if the Kings came calling, I don't think he would take it, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> but the Nets, it's just a different situation. Um, anyway, that's all for the NBA, I think. I've covered everything for the NBA. Um, anything that you want to touch on before I get onto Sug Saucy Tips?
0: No, we're all good.
2: Well, it's that time of the week then, and it's finally returning after a few weeks. All right. So he had a good week on he had a good weekend just gone at the derby day um so his first tip is solcombe at oh i've got it the wrong way around that's how long it's been flemington race four, number 11 solcombe or something like that um anyway <laughs> the second best bet is flemington race eight number seven animo i think anyone in the world should be backing animo um even though i'll probably back zaki again for the fourth time um, and his each way of the day is Rose Hill, race seven, number three, Jamea. That is a good horse at $12.
0: And also I've got uh, race four at Doombin, number four, pocket full. So,
2: well, there you go. I did not expect to hear that. That's a surprise for me. <laughs> um, okay. All right, Sharpie. So this is the segment we rated for, who he played for. What We're going to yep. do is I've got three players. Um, we'll, we'll pop their image up. Uh, we'll put it in the middle of our screen so it'll be over both sides. Um, yeah, you don't get to see my face, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks, mystery man. Um, we've got three players, um, three players each. And see if it ends on a tie, it ends on a tie. We're not going to go to a tiebreaker because we have, yeah, because I don't have a left. fourth, I don't know, sure. um, and we don't have a fourth, so Sharpie. You do the honors, and do would you like to go first? I've gone relatively simple. All
0: right, no, you you go first. I'll, I'll I'll bounce off. All
2: right, your first player is. I'll go the easiest one, Danny Green.
0: Oh shit, Danny Green, come on now. He's not on the he's not on the Sixes anymore, is he?
2: I don't know. he? <laughs> did I throw a curveball at ya?
0: Uh, oh. I got to I got to go quick as well. Uh
2: Yeah, so it doesn't look like you're searching it up.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not. Um oh,
2: I don't know. Nuggets. Bam, bam, it's the grizzlies. Yeah, I, fair enough. <laughs> I was very surprised. So you, Oh, you know. did
0: he get oh, I think him and Melton got brought over. I think that yeah. might have been the one.
2: Anyway, now you give me your first one.
0: Uh Gorgy dang.
2: He wasn't Minnesota and then he went to Atlanta. Did he go to Philly? Did he go to Philly? No, I'm gonna. Is he still at Atlanta? Oh no, maybe he got traded from Atlanta. Fuck. Oh, I'm gonna say Atlanta. Nah. Spurs. Oh god, that's that's horrible. All right. Okay, we're both 0-1. Um we've only got four minutes, so I probably need to OKC legend, Olivier SR. Uh
0: oh, I saw him move. Um He was a good player as well. Oh good G League player. Uh yeah, no, he was very good. Um uh and
2: what was that? Sorry, you cut out as he said it. Portland. You're right. He does play for Portland. He plays for Sam's new favorite team. Oh God. I'm, so, I'm impressed. I'm OKC knowledge. All right. Who's your second one?
1: Hello. Casey Okpara.
2: Oh my God, I've actually seen his name. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Uh, where did he... Right. Can you, did he get traded? I have no clue. Have you picked a bunch of Spurs players? No. <laughs> oh, there you go. He's on the Spurs. He's so no, got 29 um, other teams to choose from. Yeah. It's a shit team, and it's in the West. Let me have a look at the tables. I'm not going to look at the team. I'm looking at the tables. Um, Shit team in the West. Oh, I've got to be quick. Um, Rockets, Kings, Lakers. Um, no, he's not on the Rockets. He's not on the Lakers. Is he on the Rockets? No, he was on the Rockets. He got traded. I'm going to go Kings.
0: Yep. That's nice work.
2: Has he played any? Has he played uh,
0: I think he played today or the other day when they played. All right, well, we've got a couple of minutes, so I'll go quickly.
2: Last player, um, Bo Cruz's brother, Willie Hurt and Gomez. Uh, Jazz, no, he was on the Jazz though, he got traded. Oh, to uh, the Pelicans. Oh, right. oh,
0: that's right, yes, he did too. <laughs> I think he oh, got traded yeah. from the
2: Jazz. Yeah, he did. Or he got released from them or something. Yeah, no, yeah, he got released. Yeah. Right.
1: Oh, well. Okay. For the win. Oh, yeah.
2: Is it going to end a tie or is it going to be me winning? Josh Jackson. Oh.
1: Is he on Pistons? No, that's where he got drafted. Pistons or Timberwolves?
2: I'm going to go Timberwolves. Celtics. Oh, my God. I was so fucking wrong.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Where did he get drafted to? Um, He got drafted to the Pistons, I'm pretty sure. I was right in that sense. I think he was, like, pretty early in the draft as well. And then he had some... Well, I might be thinking of well, Justin Jackson. We're, we're going to have to continue this next week. We're going to have
2: to come back for round two. If If we can. You know, we might not have oh, internet, you- so... You're figuring that out. You'll be the host. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll, I'll do it against myself.
2: <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, Sharpie. All good. And we'll see you next week, maybe. Bye. Toodles.